Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So, Nula, you were in New York on your J1. Yes, correct. Um, I had been in Long Island all summer um, and had arranged to meet some friends in Manhattan on the morning of September 11th. Um, they had been on their J1 in another part of the United States and uh, it was two girls that I went to university with and um, and they were flying home, I think, from Newark Airport that evening. Mm-hmm. On the evening of September 11th, I think their flight was 6 p.m. So we came from our respective holiday locations on the Sunday prior and we spoke on the phone on Sunday. We arranged to meet and do the Twin Towers, the Empire State and the Statue of Liberty on the morning of September 11th at 8am and hung up the phone and didn't arrange exactly what building to meet at um, or whether we were going to meet at the subway station or we just we just didn't nail it down. Yeah. And because we were leaving where we had been staying, they had a phone number for me. This is before mobile phones now. So they had my aunt's phone number of where I was going to be staying. But I didn't have a contact number for them. So I was waiting on a message from them to say, we will go or a call, you know, and mm. to say that we'll we'll um we'll meet you outside building yeah. one. You have you have this great plan and, and yet yeah. you don't have a starting point. That's it, exactly. We knew we were gonna do it and I and, and they didn't twig because they were out all day Monday and they were meeting their own separate bunch of friends on Monday and they didn't realise that they hadn't arranged that with me uh until later that evening when I went out and met a friend who had been to the top of the towers that day. So I said, oh, I'm going in the morning. Mm. I can't wait. All my family, parents included, have stood at the top. I'm the only one who hasn't been there. I can't wait. I'm going in the morning. Yeah. And I told my aunt before I left the house to, um, if the girls called, just leave me a note and tell me where to meet them. And I'll I'll get up and go really early. I'm going to go get up at six and head down to Manhattan or whatever mm. for 8 a.m. to be there at wherever they said to meet and I came home from meeting my friend that night and my aunt had left a note on the kitchen a famous note she's famous for leaving lovely notes but she just left me two lines that read the girls never called have a lion right 
So I did. And I woke up the next morning and thought to myself, will I go anyway? Will I just go down early and get it done? I want to see all these sites. And I thought, no, I'll just take it easy. I'll have a lazy morning. And I went and had my shower and took my time. And when I get out of the shower, my I could hear my aunt very distressed downstairs in the living room, calling my name and shouting up the stairs to me to make sure I hadn't gone in. About what time was this? Well, the first plane had hit. I missed the first plane um, hitting. So that had um, just happened, which she was watching on the news when I came down the stairs. Um, And we just stood there in disbelief. That was a quarter to nine. And did you see the second plane going in on I watched. I watched the second plane hit, yeah. But we stood there for an hour and we were watching it unfold, not really sure. But my aunt was mentioning she thought it was a terrorist attack. And then there were reports coming in from, I think, other journalists and stuff. I don't know, was it before the second plane hit or around the time of the second plane hit where they were saying that um, there were other planes hijacked and it started getting very worrying then that this was now um, the city that we were in was under attack and nobody knew what was going to happen next. And I suppose... It was going through your mind and probably your auntie's mind. I was nearly there. I was nearly there. Very nearly there. Um, Very, it was terrifying. It was, I can't describe it. It's a very strange feeling to try and describe to somebody. Um, And I actually just spoke to one of the girls I was supposed to meet uh, that morning during the week. And she said she's blocked a lot of it out. She doesn't mm. tend to think too deeply about it. What, what did they do? Where did they go? Did they just cancel their plan or what? Yeah, they just had a lie in as well. They were there, but for the grace of God, go. I, we were just very, very lucky that we had missed each other's call and not, you know. They talk about fate intervening. It was, yeah, it's very strange. You were watching it unfold. Is that where you wanted to start, of all the ones? Was it the world trade you wanted to start with? Like, would you have been there? Quite possibly. Because it was on, because the Statue of Liberty was, you had to get a ferry across to it. So that probably would have been the one we least likely would have gone to. Mm. Um, The Twin Towers, I think, were higher. So they were the they were the ones that you just wanted to yeah. go up because the viewing deck is incredible. Yeah. And you, I think we were, Jill and I were talking about this, that we were saying that we thought we'd have less chance of getting into the Empire State. There might be a bigger queue. <laughs> I was actually in the towers the previous yeah. St. Patrick's day. Oh, so I no know way. exactly the anticipation that oh, you felt. God. I know exactly. You you would thought this is the greatest sight. Yeah. I yeah. Will have, I know exactly how you felt that morning. So excited. Yeah. Yep. Did you venture in a few days later? I did. I, I, my cousin and I, he was very good to me because he knew I hadn't really seen any of Manhattan because I had been out at the beach for most of the summer. Um, so he said, let's go, let's go in and try and do something. Let's try and see something or, you know, let's try and see if we can go to the Empire State Building. And within an hour, there was a bomb threat on the Empire State Building. So before we even left the house, it was all over the news. So that scrapped that plan. Obviously, we wanted to be safe. Um, so we didn't go anywhere that evening. Um, 
you're just you're also just trying to live and be be try to get on with things and be normal and try and do the things you would normally try to do but at the same time it's it's only 20 minutes away this is all happening but you're tr- you're trying to wrap your head around it and just go this can't really be happening so we we decided to go in on the friday um after september 11th and me and my cousin sean we got the train in and we walked i think we got off a couple of blocks away and we walked a lot of the way down as far down as we could go within four blocks of ground zero and describe what you saw it's very it's very what I saw, I have to close my eyes as I'm, I'm talking to you because I, all I saw were army personnel with guns, um, ambulances everywhere, fire trucks everywhere, just constantly moving up and down. Police from every single state you can think of, mm. every different uniform you can imagine, just drafted in from all over the country monitoring people, checking bags, checking our bags. Um, um, it was so hot. It was really, really warm. And there was ash everywhere. There was this like really um, cloudy plume of just ash still yeah. floating around the place. It was like snow. It was um, just never ending. And... I remember having, I was a big fan of taking photos. All my friends used to make fun of me in college and stuff because I was always had a camera in my hand. And I did have a little disposable camera in my hand that day. And I, I, I'd say if I took seven pictures, it was just so horrible. And I actually didn't want to remember it in photos because it was enough to be there. Yeah. The smells, the smell was something I'll never be able to describe and never be able to forget. It was like, obviously, there are thousands of people in a mass grave down the street and it's still on fire and there's burning everything, fuel, buildings. It's just, it's just the most rancid, horrific smell. And I, I did not eat for the rest of the day. I was very quiet, very, very quiet. It's, you're walking down. My cousin took me to, to um, Times Square and there wasn't a light on, not a picture. All the screens were black. The streets were empty. It was like something out of a horror movie. The, the world literally stood still. Yeah. Yeah, and why wouldn't it? Did you meet up with your friends at any point before you left the States? Yes, yes, that? What was that moment like? That was very emotional. Um, I remember getting the the taxi bus to the airport and crossing over one of the bridges. I can't remember which bridge it was now, but you can see the skyline of the city on the way and it was just burning. It was just burning still and I was going to the airport and I was I knew I was going to have to get on a plane yeah which was terrifying and um 
you're just looking at it burning and, and I had to get to the airport extra early because you had all these police check-ins and sniffer dogs everywhere and you're being frisked and searched and it was intense but we had arranged the girls I was supposed to fly home that night anyway um, because my sister was getting married a week later and didn't know if I'd even be able to open to be able to get on a plane because the airports I think only opened that day mm. so my original flight was still held this is what a week a week later or something a week later yeah. the following Monday yeah and the girls flight was rescheduled um to that evening from JFK as well so we we arranged to meet there so we just met and I remember running to them and they were running to me and you just burst into tears and you can't say anything what do you say you just hug each other and because when it happened when the planes hit and the tower collapsed um there's a mast on top of one of the towers so all the phones cut out yeah um so we uh, my brother got through uh my brother knew i was supposed to be down there in the city that morning so he managed to get through to my aunt's house to just check that i hadn't gone in um just before the lines went dead but my friends didn't get a chance to call my aunt's house Mm. So the phone wasn't working for days. So I didn't know whether they had gone without me and whether they were safe or alive or not. They didn't know had I gone without them. We had no way of getting in touch with each other. So you just spent the next two or three days trying to account for family members who were down there or working down there, trying to help clean up the site at ground zero my cousin's husband was down there for four days have you been back since i have i have been back twice since but it took it took about seven or eight years for me to go back i was i don't know i just had this feeling i just i wasn't ready to go there for a long time yeah um i think new york is amazing i absolutely love it absolutely love it and i have this bond with it <laughs> now um that's different i think to everybody yeah everybody else is in my family i suppose and it's it's just a different experience i had the first time i went there mm-hmm. to be 21 and to come that close to something catastrophic it's a very strange feeling are you a spiritual person i am yeah do you believe very. somebody was looking after you that morning i th- i think so i don't I don't really think, I think that there's no such thing as a coincidence, really. I think things coincide, and I think you are supposed to be where you're supposed to be, whether you cross somebody's path and they make you take a detour, you weren't supposed to go somewhere, and then this happens, you know. it's. I, I just think... It was, yeah, it was just a very, very strange thing. And to be so, I think my aunt's husband as well, he was due to work down there at the Twin Towers that day. And I think he took a day off that day as well. So he was fine. He was safe. We knew he was at home. So we were just so lucky. Like a lot of my family work in construction, they would have been all down in Manhattan as well, but they had to walk home or get out of there whatever way they could I'm, I'm watching you on screen and I can see that they're telling me this is taking it out of you so 
I won't spend much more time except to thank you, but I'd ask you one question still in the back of my mind. Do you still have the note? I don't. I don't. I wish I did. She, I have kept all of her notes since then, but yeah. I wish I had that note. I don't. The girls never called have a lion. But I do, I have other imprinted memories that stick with me even to this day, like sound of a plane overhead and even every time I get on a plane it just comes into my the back of my mind yeah there's little things that trigger memories candle wax is another one candle wax so many candles burning on the street vigils out on the footpath and you would just try to walk around to avoid the candle wax of different colours and the smells yeah it's bizarre. You tell the story so vividly and I thank you so much for being with us today to mark 20 years since mm. that awful morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Quartz 96 FM.